and we are live. All right. What's up, everybody? Um, welcome back to the Ship Life TV podcast, the show that's dedicated to raising awareness of the opportunity of helping new and existing crew have an enjoyable experience and raising awareness of the opportunity of working on cruise ships. <laughs> I am your host, Jordan Martin. This is my lovely wife, Carlota. Hi. Bye. And today we are going to be talking about uh, preparing uh, for the cruise ship interview. Um, I want to start things off by uh, reminding you guys that, that are watching right now uh, that I am not specifically a recruiter. However, I have worked on cruise ships for about two years um, as a musician. And that doesn't give me specific um, abilities to get you guys on cruise ships, but having been through the interview process before, working with an agent, and uh, interviewing for plenty of other jobs on land, um, I just wanted to give some of my tips on how to prepare for an interview, but also uh, start a conversation. And if you guys have any tips that you guys want to throw in the chat or in the comment section, by all means, go ahead and throw them in there. I've got about six or seven tips for you guys on things to consider. Um, and it's also important to remember that this is not an all-encompassing... Um, it, it's not an all-encompassing guide to getting the job. It's just things to consider when you are going through the interview process. So we are going to jump right into it. And also, um, if we get some questions in the in the chat... Then I'll dive into some some Q and A. I know a lot of you guys are asking questions on the interview process. How do I do this, this, and this? Uh, today we're 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 strictly going to stick to um, again things to consider when you are uh, going through the interview process. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is preparing your your CV or your resume. I think this is very important to remember that when you are submitting your CV or your resume. Um, that it should be catered to the position, to the job, to the company uh, to which you're applying. So, for example, if you are applying for a housekeeping or um, a cabin steward position, or maybe you're going to be applying to be uh, in the casino, um, you know, maybe it's not it wouldn't be ideal to highlight your experience uh, as a food server or, you know, as a something else. I think you get the point. The The way to really um, take your your CV and your resume and cater it is to look at all the responsibilities um, under each category of, uh, under each position, and highlight what responsibilities you had that coincides with the position that you're applying for. So, for example, if you are applying for the casino and there are certain things that um, that it says, for example, if the casino job says that you need to be good with communicating with guests, you need to be good with money, handling money. Maybe you need to be uh, on top of making sure that your um, station is constantly clean. Then you want to highlight those skills on other jobs that you've had. So for example, if you've only worked at a restaurant before and all you put is served food and all you put is, um, you know, I, I, I talked with some people from time to time or whatever, 
um, you ha you should be very specific when it comes to those keywords. So um, I also know, or I don't know this, but <laughs> uh, I've heard that um, sometimes when you're applying for jobs, for example, I do have a video on apply how to apply to cruise ships, and this this really applies to. Um, if you're applying in like America or the UK or something like that, I know there's a, a very different process for a lot of different countries, but for a lot of different countries, what you can do is a, at the very least go online. For example, if you want to apply to Royal Caribbean, you can easily go to their website, go to royalcaribbean.com slash careers. I'm assuming that's what the URL is, but if you go there, they'll give you a list of everything they're looking for right now, or at least what's public. So if you go there and you you're able to see what um, what the what the responsibilities are. So I think it's really important for for you to take a look at those responsibilities and the qualifications and make sure that your CV is highlighting all of the things that that company will be looking for. Because first off, when you submit your CV into the system, it's going to take that PDF of the CV and then it's going to scan it for the keywords. And if you have enough keywords in your CV or resume that match, then it'll be flagged on the other end of the recruiter, uh, the recruiting system. And it'll say, hey, this person may be a really good potential match um, from what I understand about these systems. So it's really important that you create that every different time. So for example, if you're one of those types of people that applies to different types of jobs to the same company, don't just submit the same resume to all of those jobs. Because I've done that before. I've tried to work for like Warner Brothers or Disney. and Your resume kind of falls into the same category um, if you're just submitting a general resume. Um, and if you don't qualify for one of them and your resume doesn't match... It, it just, it, it's not going to work. So put in the extra time if it's worth it to you, obviously. And I think that it is. Um, if you really want this job, then you have to show that you are qualified and that you have the the right skill set for this job. So uh, I, I definitely think that it's important for you to cater to the position. Now, if you lack experience, so a lot, here's another thing. A lot of you guys are applying to work on cruise ships right now, and you're wondering, what should I do right now? Um, they're either not calling me back, or they did call me back, and I'm waiting around. So what can I do right now? Should I just, should I, should I call them? Should I call them? Should I email them and say, hey, what's going on? I would say don't bother your recruiter right now, because your recruiter is probably going to get hundreds if not thousands of emails from all of the other people who are waiting on hold right now. So I would say the the best thing you can do is try to pick up another job that really builds your skill set right now. So it's probably going to be another like four to six months uh, minimum before new people end up getting on ships. Uh, it's just that's just speculation, by the way, don't take my word for it. Um, that's what I'm thinking. And so if you're really, if you really want to make it to work on cruise ships and you, it, it's like a dream of yours. I get a lot of, a lot of people telling me that it's their dream and more power to you. I, that's great. Um, it's a great opportunity. Then if it is your dream, then you have to be doing everything that's within your power to move forward and take steps. So 
if getting on the cruise ship and if you've done everything that you can to try to get on the cruise ships and it's now outside of your hands and you're just waiting, well, what can we work on now? So the next thing is building your resume, building your experience, and so that you are able to really highlight the skills that are required for the position that you really want. So if you, for example, if, hey, if you really want to be a musician and work on cruise ships, which is, which is one of the best jobs in my opinion, then maybe um, one of the things that you should work on is your musicianship, your entertaining skills. Um, if you really want to get into working in the art gallery or something, maybe you should actually brush up on your, uh, on your art history knowledge. Try to work actually work in an art gallery. Show that you have that experience and show that you are the type of person that can walk into this position and require minimal training. So that would be my first tip. Uh, my next tip here is, um, it's, it's more based on technical jobs. Um, for example, if you are going to be like a videographer or a photographer, um, it's important to brush up on your technical knowledge uh, for the position that's required and your and uh, in your equipment knowledge. So um, several years ago, I actually, when, when I was off the ships, I just, for the heck of it, I decided to apply to MSC to, to be a photographer. And I went through the whole uh, interview process. Um, now, they didn't call me back. Uh, my guess is they didn't call me back because I'm American. <laughs> and I think that um, you know, you're not going to catch a lot of Americans who work on cruise ships um that uh, that are not like entertainment because they're usually a pretty difficult to work with because Americans tend to be entitled with respect to people who come in um, from other countries that that don't have the same opportunities and uh, also the pay you know out here in Southern California in Los Angeles County I believe the minimum the minimum um, wage is somewhere around $13 or something like that. So, you know, just based off of off of some math, you know, like if you're just working part-time on $13 an hour, you could easily make about $1,600 a month. Most, and, and that's working like four, uh, like 25 hours a week. On the ship, you're not going to have that opportunity just to only work 25 hours a week. Most most other people on the ship are going to end up working, I would say, somewhere around 12 to 14 hours a day. So, um, yeah, anyway, you're not going to catch a lot of Americans. So <laughs> that's that's a little bit of background for you. But going back to the whole application process, when I applied to be a photographer aboard MSC, I believe the minimum wage was around like $1,100. And I knew it was going to be a lot of work because um, uh, my wife was was a photographer on cruise ships at the time. Um, and she was making anywhere from 700 to a thousand dollars base wage, uh, until she went to Norwegian where it got bumped up to about 11, 1200. But regardless in the application process, um, they were asking me questions such as what would your F stop be if your ISO is here or, and if your shutter speed is this, or, you know, how would you deal with a lighting situation if, um, if you are, if you're, if you're using a flash in, in a dim setting. So these are things that are important for you to remember. Um, and 
this is again more catered to the the application process in my experience but uh gabriel you're welcome <laughs> um, this is more catered to the application process, but this doesn't mean that in the interview process, they're not going to ask you more questions like this. So with technical jobs, they may, uh, you may just kind of expect them to ask you general questions like, okay, well, tell me a little bit about your experience and how'd you deal with this and blah, 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 blah. And it's like a quick 10 to 15 minute conversation. But in some cases you may deal with a situation where they're like, oh yeah, um, they, they like what they see. And if they do like what they see, they may try to push a little harder to see if you're like really the right type of person. So, um, our, uh, you guys may know if you're familiar with, um, the other channels that talk about working on cruise ships, coffee with Sean, a uh, really good friend of mine. We've, we've collaborated in the past. You can see some videos we've worked on, but he, uh, he worked as a, um, as a videographer on cruise ships. And he said during the interview process, they were asking him questions like, um, how to route, um, you know, how would you, how would you do a, this type of broadcast? What kind of cables would you use? How would you route it through the system? Blah, 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 blah. And if you're only expecting to give uh, general surface level answers in your interview, and then all of a sudden they stump you with some type of technical question that, that alone may just be a deal breaker. Cause maybe they're looking for the type of person that has a, a decent amount of technical experience. So you want to be able to be um, well-rounded in the interview process where your the your personality shows, your technical background shows. Um, you you want to be you want to be prepared for that. So again, just to recap, the technical jobs brush up on your technical experience, uh, your technical background, and be familiar with your equipment. So. Uh, the next tip here is to also be yourself. As I mentioned, you want to be able to be well-rounded and be the type of person um, that they want to hire. One of the most important things is when they're bringing people onto the cruise ship, they don't want uh, they don't want to bring on people who essentially the the the, the team is not going to be it's not good for the team. Excuse me. So here's here's one thing to consider with with the cruise ships. You have maybe like anywhere from like 800 to 1,000 people on the ship at a time in terms of crew. And a lot of these people, they're, they're going to be working in like clusters. So you're going to have a team of people that you're working with every single day. If in the interview process, you don't seem like you're the type of person that the rest of the team may like, it, that's it's going to be hard for, for the recruiter to sell you on the position if they can't look at you and go, man, this person is really cool or this person's really professional. Um, it, I know a lot of you may be thinking to yourselves, like, how do I be the most professional version of myself? How do I stand out? Um, you know, a, a lot of people will say, like, if you can make them laugh, this is great. But it's, it's really difficult for some people because maybe, maybe, maybe you don't get out there often enough. Maybe it's hard for you to talk to somebody. So, um, for me, I think that the best way to try to go about this is again, try to be the most professional version of yourself as possible. Um, if you're dealing with anxiety in the interview process, one thing that also helps is trying is over preparing. Um, not to say that you have canned uh, interview question answers. I think it's really important that you are well-rounded and I think that it's really important that you 
prepare yourself with general answers to question to, to common questions. Sit down with a friend who can drill some of these questions with you. Uh, questions right off the top of my head they're going to ask you about is they're going to look at your resume and they're going to ask you about your experience with these particular jobs. Now, if you've done it right with your CV, all, each position should demonstrate um, experience in all, if not just some, of the responsibilities and requirements for the job that you're applying to. So again, if you have worked in, let's say you worked at a, uh, at a restaurant, and you, um, and you're and and you are uh, you're trying to highlight your experience as a customer service uh, it, it, with customer service. Excuse me. So let's say you worked at a restaurant and you're and you're highlighting the fact that you worked with customers on a daily basis and you know what it takes to make them happy and you're very comfortable with them. They may ask you about that. Because they want to see that you, you're you more than just your words on your resume. So they may want you to somehow demonstrate that. So they'll probably ask you, Hey, Joshua, what is your experience in working with, uh, with customers and customer service and dealing with guests? Because they may want to see if you are going to be working with guests on the ship that you're not going to blow up. Um, so that's something to consider and prepare. So that's just an example of making sure that you're prepared for questions like that. And if you're comfortable being able to prepare for those questions, you're more likely to be yourself in uh, in an interview. Um, a good example for me is going to be, um, you know, when I'm doing these types of podcasts, sometimes I do get nervous and I'm by no means am I a professional, you know, uh, podcaster or <laughs> YouTube maker, video maker, whatever, in, front, in terms of being on camera. But at the same time, you know, you'll notice me looking up at my notes here, and I've I've done enough to prepare some of my notes. But it helps me feel comfortable, so that I can be comfortable with you and show you guys a little bit more of my personality, as opposed to if I was just reading from a script and just, you know, giving you canned responses to some of your questions. So I hope that helps in terms of helping you be more of yourself during an interview. Um, but the major takeaway on this uh, on, on, on this tip is just make sure that you're prepared so you're not thinking about the question you, you're you know and, and, and just answering it you're prepared to answer it in your own way uh, diving into the chat here Joshua um, asking do you think having dyslexia or a, a, a stammer will affect your application um, to be honest it may but they'll never tell you that because that's discrimination so um, I would say, but the thing is, if you can't control it, then it shouldn't be an issue anyway. It's kind of like if you have, if you're, if you're colorblind or if you're hard of hearing, you're, you're either going to get the job or you're not it, like, cause you can't control it. Now, in terms of dyslexia and having a stammer, um, you wrote stamma, but I'm assuming you mean stammer, um, in terms of having dyslexia or a stammer or stuttering issue, there are exercises to kind of help you through the process of getting better at minimizing your level of dyslexia. Um, again, from my understanding, I'm, again, I'm no expert in, in dyslexia or, you know, um, speech impediments. But I would say, just to answer your question more, uh, more directly, um, it may. 
But if you do everything that you can to try to minimize it and you also show the the interviewer or the recruiter that you've done all you can to try to minimize it so that you can provide a better experience for guests, customers, and your teammates, they, they may take that into account. So, so they may ask you something like, you know, maybe they hear it or they, they may be direct and say, I noticed that, that you, that you wrote here that you have, that you're dyslexic, or I, I noticed that you have a stammer. Are you comfortable working around customers? Are you comfortable, uh, uh, co- uh conversing, uh, communicating? That's the word I'm looking for. If you're, are you comfortable communicating with customers slash guests on a daily basis? And you may give the be- the answer to the best of your ability, but if you were able to say something like, yes, and I'm constantly working at it, I'm taking classes, or if you can't afford classes, I'm doing daily exercises to, um, to overcome this challenge because this means a lot to me. If you're able to say something like that and genuinely answer, that that's probably going to be a really good impression or make a really good impression on the recruiter and make them feel like, okay, cool. Um, they're doing everything they can to get over an obstacle they don't have complete control over. So, uh, that, that is, that's my general answer. Um, Gabriel is asking, do you think someone like uh, 21 years old without any experience with the jobs that exist in the ship after the comeback has a chance to be hired? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that, um, regardless of your experience, there's always a chance to be hired. Now, how do you, how do you stack up to somebody else that doesn't have experience? That's very challenging. Um, the difference, the, the biggest difference I think, um, comes down to whether or not you're the type of person they feel comfortable with. So this all comes down to being the best version of yourself. So I've had experiences where somebody is a lot more experienced than I am, um, I've been in the, the freelance world for like four years. I just got a, a regular day job now because of the quarantine. But um, there have been a lot of instances where I've, I've been able to get jobs because of my ability to communicate with the person that I'm talking to. Um, I, I picked up jobs with Sprint, T-Mobile, um, large corporations like ABS, CBN because of referrals because I knew the right people and I was able to build the network and the communication Um and show them that I'm the guy that you want to work with. I'm not perfect, but I'm, I will do everything that I can to get the job done. And I promise you're going to enjoy working with me. So that is usually what I try to communicate with every person, person that I'm, that I'm working with. So, um, so, so yeah, they, they, they like working with me. So Gabriel, I hope that that answers your question. Um, but in terms of, uh, the comeback and having a chance to be hired, um, I can't really answer too much on, in, uh, on, on the subject of coming back to, to working on cruise ships because nobody really knows um, how that's going to go. But if you're 21 and you don't have very much experience, all you can do at this point is be the type of person that people want to work with and just do everything that you can to build experience. That's all you really can do. Uh, Gustav is asking, do the officers work after contract as well? Um, me- meaning, do officers work when they're not on contract? If you want to clarify for me, then I can give you a, a more in-depth answer for you, Gustav. Um, but usually when people are, are not on a contract, they're like on a vacation, then yeah, they're generally speaking, they're not 
they're not going to work. They're on vacation. Um, but I mean, if you're like me and you just like earning money and you like working, <laughs> then, you know, when I'm back home, if there's something I can do, sure. I'll, yeah, I'm a musician, but I'm also, I also do phot- photography, video- videography. So what I may do, uh, on a one to two month break between contracts is I'll do a couple gigs, um, here and there, earn some money. And then when I hop back on the ship, I have extra cash. So, um, wham, bam says, what do you think is the hardest question they ask? Um, so the hardest question that they, this is, this is very subjective and it's, it, it's, it's more for you guys because a hard question for me may not be a hard question for you specifically. Um, one of my diff one, one thing that, that made it really difficult for me was, um, not preparing, uh, myself on answering questions that were on my resume. Um, and this was actually something I was going to, to bring up anyway. So thank you for the segue. Um, so the next tip here is to prepare yourself for answers, um, about your experience or to answer questions about your experience. So they, they're going to look at your resume and they're going to ask you, you know, so what was it like working for Coca-Cola? What was it like working for McDonald's? Tell me a little bit more about that. Um, and you, maybe you want to showcase a strength or maybe you want to explain a weakness. So for example, maybe you're trying to showcase your ability to communicate with customers and, uh, and, Maybe you're trying to showcase your ability to uh, overcome challenges in the workplace. Um, so the, another question they may have just a different way is, um, okay, well, in your last job, can you give me an example of when you had to deal with a difficult customer and because it pertains to customer service? That's a really important question for you to be able to answer and but also use your personal experience to show how you've dealt with something like that so that that is that's an example of you know a difficult question if you're not prepared for it um you know they in general they're probably going to ask you some really general questions like what you know what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses <laughs> um, again, if it, it's, it's, it really comes down to you. If you're not prepared to answer these questions, then it is going to be challenging. You know, when I was inexperienced and I didn't put a lot of thought into the interview process, there would be like five questions that were difficult for me to answer because I was just like, uh, uh, w- uh well, you see, you know, and then just think of something on the spot. So you want to show that you've given thought to the interview process in general, because if you look like you're kind of just making things up on the spot, they're going to see right through you. Interview interviewers and recruiters, they're not stupid. Um, one thing to consider is that they're, they've been, they've interviewed thousands of people more than likely if they've been in the business for a while. So if they've interviewed that many people, they know when someone's trying to BS and they know when someone's being uh, genuine. So if, if you don't really have an answer to it, like uh, come up with a genuine response to, to your questions as well. For example, if you guys have ever seen, uh, the pursuit of happiness, um, there's a really great scene where Will Smith, um, the actor, Will Smith, uh, I forgot his name in, in the movie. Um, but he's they're They're asking him his experience, uh, in, uh, I can't remember what even the job that he was applying for. I think it was like trading or something like that, but 
Anyway, his response was like, I, I don't, I don't have a lot of experience. I, I can't, I can't tell you the answer, but I, what I will tell you is that if there's something I don't know, I'll go and find it out. And I'm the type of person that works really hard, blah, 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 blah. So you can be honest in an interview and that can be your type of preparation is that your, your default answer to something that you're not comfortable with is you're just responding in the best way that you know how. So I hope that answers your question, Wham Bam, um, in terms of the hardest question that they can ask. And also, um, you're asking if I was on Vista for Halloween 2009, uh, 2019. Um, Vista. Um, I, I was never on a ship called Vista, but for 2000, and actually I stopped working on cruise ships in 2017. So I was on ships from 2015 to 2017. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, no, I wasn't there, but I was on the cruise ship for Halloween two years in a row, uh, and I celebrated it a couple different places. <laughs> um, and Josh, you're welcome. Uh, any other questions, just go ahead and throw them in there. Um, Scott, uh, nice to see you again, Scott. Um, yeah, yeah, as far as the detailed and honest advice, I, you're welcome. Um, as, as a reminder, my 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 goal here is to make sure that you guys are just prepared. There's a lot of people who go on the cruise ships and they just don't know what to expect. And what happens is they are, uh, when they do sign on, you know, the recruiter or the, the person who referred them, they don't give them a lot of information. And then all of a sudden they get to the ship like, oh crap, I didn't know I was going to be working for 12 to 14 hours a day. Or I didn't know that... Um, I was going to be doing drills, um, or I wish I knew how to do this. So that's, that's what I'm trying to do is just give you guys a better sense of whether or not this is right for you and, um, how to prepare for it. If you think that it is, uh, moving on here. Um, so Gabriel, you're welcome. Uh, Emil, what do you recommend on what to bring, um, with your guitar, bass, gig bag, or hard case? Always hard case. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to blast you some of these questions and then get back to the interview part. Bear with me if you're just, just here for the interview stuff. But again, if you got a question, leave it in the chat or the comment section. Um, uh, Gustav says like, I mean, if they're permanently hired, like a land-based job or, uh, hired on a contract and it expires when that expires and they basically have no work. So to be technical, uh, right here to, and, and literally like you're not guaranteed, um, uh, another gig because you are a contractor. So, you know, even for officers, if, if you're not the type of person they want back on the ship, all they have to do is just not call you. So in between contracts, no, you're, you're not working on the cruise ship. Um, unless it's specifically something in your contract. I mean, if you're pretty high up there, then maybe you are signing a contract for like a year or something like that. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine, um, a, the captain of the ship, working on a contract and then, um, they just don't call him back. Um, so yeah, I, I hope that answers your question a little bit more in depth. Um, let me know if it doesn't, I can try to expand. Uh, Emil, when applying for the theater musician, will they ask for your experience? Will they look for documents? Yes, they will absolutely ask for experience and they will look for documents. Um, I'm not sure what documents you're talking about, but usually in the application process for, uh, even for musicians, the, uh, your agent or the cruise line will ask you for your CV. Um, and in terms of experience, they're also going to, they're, they're going to want to see a video or at least some audio of you performing, um, 
ideally with your group. So, yeah, they're going to ask you for a lot of those things. Um, Danny says, if you're a, if applying next year for music jobs, do you think it'd be a good idea to email interviewers now, ask about the requirements, and find out what you should be working on until then? It, it couldn't hurt. Uh, in, I, I operate by the... Uh, by the notion that it never hurts to ask. The worst thing that could happen is they just don't even get back to you. You know, it's not like they're going to go, oh, this guy's asking questions way too early. We're going to put him on the blacklist, you know, where if he applies again, like, mm, he had too many questions. We're not going to work with that guy. So, Danny, to answer your question, I do believe that if you have questions that aren't necessarily answered by me or anybody else online, I know there's a lot of other channels that give great information um, from their perspectives, uh, then go to the source. Why not? If you can get a hold of somebody who can give you the right answers, ask them if they're willing to divulge, obviously. But, um, yeah, if that's something you want to do because you want to prepare properly, then by all means. I do have a video on, um, how to, it's called How to Get the Job, and it's on, um, uh, the venue musician, being a musician on cruise ships, on some things to do, how to start, some things to consider. Um, if you search my channel, I made that video like two years ago, but a lot of those things still uh, carry true to today. So I would take a look at that video um, so that it, it'll give you a place to start. And then, um, or where would you find the best info on how to prepare? Yeah, start with that video. And then if you guys got any questions, you can uh, see right over here. This is the Instagram. Um, you can DM me there. And whenever I have a chance, I'll get back to you guys. Some of you guys have, uh, have messaged me and I haven't gotten a chance to get back to you. Um, I really apologize about that. Sometimes I miss these things. I'm only human. Um, emails, things like that too. The, uh, the Instagram is the best place uh, to reach out to me because um, I get the, the notifications and I get a lot of emails, so sometimes they slip through the cracks. So that's the best place to reach out to me. And um, I would also say be very specific with your questions. That way I can give you very direct and specific answers. Anyway, uh, Gustav is asking, do the officers work several months like other crew or do they work, example, six weeks off and six weeks on like captain? It depends on the contract. There are some people who just work, um, you know, like two months or something like that, you know, contractors. Uh, they may work a couple of weeks because maybe they're filling in for somebody else. Um, so it it really just depends. Um uh, the six weeks on, six weeks off thing for captains, that's that's even not always the case. You know, um, I've been on a contract where we had the same captain for like three, four months. So it, it's it's on a case-by-case -case basis. So, yeah. And then uh, my wife is here joining in on the chat, and she's, she's giving some answers. So, you know, um, another big thing for me is, again, creating a conversation. I, I would also say don't just look to me for answers because I'm only one person. Check out all the other channels and pull from different places and see which what advice works best for you and uh, and start conversations. If, if I'm not able to get to you, you know, there's a lot of great information out there. But let's dive back into some of the other tips that I have here. Um, I would also say 
um, a lot of my tips so far in the interview process have been be prepared to give answers. But another really important tip is to be prepared to ask questions. This is a really, really great thing for you to prepare for because if you prepare questions, number one, you're going to get a lot more answers during the interview. I can't tell you how many times people go to interviews and um, it, it'll, it'll just be you'll, you're, you're only going to take what they'll give. Now, obviously, you don't want to seem too inquisitive where they're just like, all right, well, how does the pay work? And and then like, okay, well, what does the regular pay look like? And and you start diving into all these things that, well, you'll find all of these things out if you get the job. Right now, you got to get the job. Um, the reason why I know so much about this is because I spent about three years specifically as a recruiter and I interviewed, I personally have interviewed about 1,200 people or more. So... Um, in terms of the interview process, I have dealt with a lot of people that that come in and they're not prepared. It doesn't really look good from the interviewer or the recruiter stand uh, from from the interviewer or recruiter standpoint. So, in terms of having questions prepared, some examples would be like uh, would be um, what is the culture like? So, can you tell me a little bit about the work culture? You know, what is the team like of the people I'm going to be working with, um, especially if that's important to you. So I think that it's it's really important for for you to remember that the person who is interviewing you they want to see that this means something to you. Um, the next thing here is will there be room for advancement? Um, I think it another thing there is they want to see that you are that you're taking this really seriously. So. And, and they want to see that you are looking looking long term. So if you are trying to prepare for uh, opportunities for advancement, that's a that's a really good sign. Um, who will I be reporting to? Right, you're trying to get to know the people on your team. Um, another good question is going to be, uh, what does the daily routine look like? You can ask about salary uh, expectations. Um, you can ask, you can. Uh, think about anything that wasn't covered that you're interested in and that that's a really important thing there too because again you don't want to just take what they're giving if there's more information that you want to know that may be a deal breaker for you you want to know these things for example maybe maybe you want to know what the the minimum uh the the minimum pay is going to be um you know, and if it's going to be minimum wage or whatever, then maybe you want to know that. So, you know, some people, they're not really sure what the pay is going to be. And if they would have been told that it's the base is going to be like $700 right off the bat, then it would have been a deal breaker. Or sometimes it just that 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 would have been something that would have been good for you to know. And it gave you more incentive to study for the second interview or you know, prepare harder. So anyway, um, just make sure that you have your questions prepared is, is my main point. And then I guess my last tip here is to also keep your general, uh, questions general. If you're keeping your questions pretty general, then that means that you, you're, you're, you're not trying to dig in too much where the interviewer is, feel it feels like they're kind of wasting their time answering questions that you're it's all going to be answered anyway again if you get the job so if you're asking questions like well how does overtime work you know or you know what what what, what kind of supplies will i be working with if i'm cleaning 
you know, I guess if it's really important for you to know, sure, ask. But keep your questions general. That way um, you're getting the most important things out of the way during the interview. The interviewer can move on to their next applicant. Um, and yeah, that that's pretty much what I would suggest. So anyway, those are, I mean, th- those pretty much sum up my, my tips. I want to remind you guys that, um, that these tips are just things to consider. They're not, it's not everything, the entire process of the interview, because there may be some things that come up, but the more you can do in the beginning to help prepare yourself and feel comfortable during the interview process, the better chances you have. So anyway, um, in, in my, in my stream thing here, it looks like there's something going on with the internet. So, um, I don't see any, any, any other questions in the chat. So I think we're going to leave it here, but Again, thank you guys for watching. This is the Ship Life TV podcast, the show that's dedicated to raising awareness of the opportunity of working on cruise ships, helping new and existing crew uh, have an enjoyable experience. If you find any value in this content, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, turn on notifications so you don't miss it. I try to do these videos, uh, these live casts, uh, live live streams um, every, uh, every Sunday. Um, sometimes these change. Uh, if you want updates and things like that, you know, you can follow us on the Instagram right over here. But regardless, um, thank you guys so much for stopping by and I will see you guys in the next video.